Hey, Kimberly. Hey, Pepper. What is going on today? How Woo! are you? Red day. Red day for the weekend. You ready for the weekend? I am. What are you going to do this weekend? Man, you are pumped and ready to go. What What is going on? You know? Well, you know, usually when I'm away from home, I'm ready to get back home. But yeah. I just left home. And so I'm in town and I kind of have the whole weekend to myself. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. So there's going to be a little, you know, pedicure, manicure, a little, just a little me time Shopping. going on. Yes. Yeah, just chilling out. Yes. A little quiet time. A little quiet time. I'm going to go see my mama. Retail therapy. Mm-hmm. My mama and my papa. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, that's going to be a great weekend. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? I am pumped about this weekend because I got so much stuff going on. You know, I moved. I got yes. a lot going on over at the house. Yes. And I think this weekend we might do a little light installation. We still have the bamboo, so we're still working on that. That's going to be a little bit of a longer project than we thought. <laughs> but I am excited. We got some new furniture, some new things going on in the house. Excellent. And we're going to be kind of moving some things around, getting even more settled in, and I'm looking forward to that. So it's fun. It's going to be a fun weekend. Excellent. You're going to freshen things up a bit. It needs it. And I'm ready to freshen for fall. This is it. Like, uh, it's August. (laughs) We're already in August. I'm so ready for fall. It's been so hot this summer, and I'm just ready for the crisp, cool air, leaves to start falling, (laughs) being able to wear maybe a a three-quarter inch sleeve shirt. (laughs) I can't wait for that. So freshen up the house, get ready for the holidays. Nice. Are you getting rid of that light that's in that 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 area, that breakfast area? I'm getting rid of that that light. That light. It's a bad light. That's a bad light. (laughs) It's a it's a ugly, ugly light. Yeah. So I am getting rid of that. That's the one that's gonna go today. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Oh, that'll be nice. I'm freshening that up. New little hipper. Is that a word? Hipper. Hipper. It is now. It is now. (laughs) So what are we doing today? Listen, you know, what? we always have to kind of think of our topics before we roll in here. Most of the time we do. And I was just, so we had this meeting this week, this work meeting. And it's a meeting that I actually enjoy. At first, I kind of dreaded that meeting, but I love this meeting that we do. And I was like, this is, I don't know that everybody does this. And I think we ought to share it with our listeners, this very cool meeting that we do. I I don't know that anybody's ever said very (laughs) cool and meeting in the same sentence. (laughs) It's because it's so different, but it's a meeting with uh, just the leaders, you know, just the management team of this department, this large department. Yep. And I just, I love it. So I think we ought to do it. All right, let's do it. I'm I'm down and I want to know like, Help, help me to give me a little bit more like, framework here. What is it exactly we're going to talk about when it comes like, to this meeting? Yeah, what is this meeting? Yeah. So we call it the problems meeting. Okay, that meeting. Yes, okay. the problems meeting. And the problems meeting was your idea, right? We all, we've, we've always had a manager team meeting. Uh, but in this meeting, what we do just changed one day. And you came in, you're like, I want to do things differently in here. And I want us to have a meeting where we discuss our problems. And there was a little bit of silence among the leaders of the team. And there was a little... Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like, we're going to talk about our problems. And so my question for you is, why? Why did you decide that we need to discuss problems? And then we'll get into a little bit of like, what does that meeting even look like? You know, I, I mean, I remember vividly when this happened. I think it was a I want to say it was at the beginning of the year. Uh, it could have been maybe February timeframe of this year. Um, but what was happening, there, there was something going on, on on the team. And, you know, there were a couple of things for me that was like, okay, 
we need to do something different. And, you know, when I think we need to do something different, I don't necessarily have a solution, but I am absolutely of that mindset. It's like, if you keep doing the same thing, nothing's going to change, right? That whole thing of the definition of insanity. And one of the things that I was identifying on the team was I would often get these one-on-one conversations and, you know, somebody would come into my office and they'd shut the door. <laughs> and it was like, do you know that da 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 you know, there was just this very quick, rapid fire, there's this problem and, I, you know, can you believe this and why is this happening? And I was, that was occurring over and over. And I know it sounds like, oh gosh, they're, you know, dramatic or all these problems. It wasn't that. It was just some, there was some steam being blown off. There was some level of frustration or irritation. And at the root of it, there was a problem. There was a challenge. There was something that needed to be fixed. And so that's fine, right? I I don't mind if my team comes in and airs, you know, some of their frustration. I don't have a problem with that. But you know, when they were doing it, for me, I was like, okay, these are very simple things that we can solve. And I'm not going to be the one to solve it. I, I am definitely that that person that it's like, you know what, I can help create the environment, but I am not going to be the one to fight these battles or these challenges, right? Deal with the problem. So mm-hmm. number one, the first thing that I was seeing was people were coming to my office, demonstrating some frustration, saying, do you got a minute? And then they would close the door. <laughs> so that was the first reason why I thought, you know what, we need to do something different. Now, I have a couple of other, but I see you have a question over there. No, I was just wondering, were they coming to you to be the fixer or were they coming just to vent? You know, it's a variety. I, I would say it's probably both. In some cases, it was, I want to vent. In other cases, it was, what should I do? In other cases, it was, can you step in? Mm-hmm. So I I think I saw all three, right? I wouldn't say that, you know, everything was just venting, but it was definitely a a variety of, I don't know what to do and (laughs) this can't keep going on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The second thing that I saw, you know, at this time was, hey, look, there are unresolved problems within my larger team. There are underlying things that maybe I didn't necessarily realize and when that door closes over and over and over and over, you start to, or at least I do, I start to listen for themes, commonalities between these issues. And that's, you know, there, there was a certain point at which, you know, the, the door closes again and I'm like, okay, here we go. There's, there's another challenge, another problem. And I think at a certain point, I finally got to, to the place of saying, okay, there are just some things floundering. There are some things going on within the broader team that we're not dealing with. And left unchecked, it does create an environment where people just get frustrated. So Mm -hmm. the people coming to my office were frustrated. Well, that made me think, what about the people Mm -hmm. who else is frustrated? Exactly. Two Mm -hmm. levels down or or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, that, that was my other thing. So shutting of the door, venting. Number two was, okay, I'm identifying some legitimate things that we could probably fix. Mm-hmm. And then really the third thing for me is knowing my team. So I I work very hard at knowing my team, having good relationships with my team and each individual teammate. And what I knew about them was they're just nice people. They're really, really nice people. <laughs> and they might, you know, they might just let things go. They They might not address things. And 
you know, they want to be, hey, yeah, you need help. Sure. I'll, yes, I'll help you. And then they turn around and it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, they can't do it themselves. And it, it's not a nasty thing, right? I don't want to give that impression at all. But it's just more of what I would call them people pleasers. Mm-hmm. They are people who are kind and giving of their time and helpful. They want to be helpful. Uh, but, you know, overly done, that can create some problems. So I found that they were just very kind, professional, polite to one another. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? We're we're not doing a very good job talking openly about some of the things that that are challenges for, for us. Every team has challenges, right? Every sure. team has things that they could do better. And it was like we were pretending, you know, everything is great. Everything is great. <laughs> Everybody's happy. Things are so smooth. And I'm like, oh, that's not reality. Let, let's get let's get real. So those were my three symptoms of this larger problem that, I, you know, for me, it was like, okay, we, we've got to think about how we handle challenges or problems within our team. I think those are all excellent reasons. And I, I mean, kudos to you to be able to see that, that there's a, a bigger underlying problem here. Uh, and then so I love that. So you come to us and you're like, hey, I want to do something else in this meeting. And I remember when you said we're going to discuss problems, but I don't really remember how you laid it out there. So take us back to that first meeting. And can you just describe like how you set the expectation for how this meeting was going to change? Well, so the first thing that I would say, and I'm sitting here going, hey, wait a minute, was I really that direct? And and it's your per- perception, which is fair. Yes, I would say yes, you were very, very direct. <laughs> yeah, there's a part of me that's like, oh man, I hope I wasn't that direct, but likely so, probably I was. You know, I walk into the meeting and I think for me it was okay. Number one, I had to lay out for the team what I'm seeing, right? And and I said these things. I said, you know, there's there's a lot of closed-door conversations. There's some floundering with projects that's going on. There, there's some issues, right? And I think, you know, body language, I'm, I'm reading the room and everybody's kind of looking at each other like, what's about to happen? <laughs> Is she talking about me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was clear. And so, for me, body language indicated I was over the target. I was I was going in the right direction. And I remember saying, okay, in my own mind, prior to that meeting, you know, as I'm getting ready to go in there to, to talk to the team about this, in my own mind, it was, okay, one of the things we need to do is we need to get better with conflict. We need to get better with talking to each other and dealing with issues in a productive way, in a you know, in a positive way so that we're finding the solution versus you're doing this or you're not doing this. And so prior to the meeting for me, it was, we're never going to get better at conflict unless we try. Uh-huh. Like we have got to to do it. You know, it's like that whole practice makes perfect. So I knew conflict was the issue. The issue was we could not be in conflict with one another and feel good about it. Right. There was just this anxiety or this like discomfort with working through a problem with each other. So, you know, I lay out here's the three things I'm seeing, guys. Okay. This is my recommendation going forward. Every time we come together as a team, what we're going to do is we're going to start our meetings out with what your problem is. And my one rule of thumb was you must have a problem. Absolutely. You cannot walk in here and say, I don't have a problem because that's not realistic. There's always problems on teams. There's always things that are going on that could be better. So I remember looking around the table and I remember seeing some big saucers looking back at me. 
And I knew thinking, you know, they're all thinking, really? I'm going to have to bring a problem? Yes, you're going to have to bring a problem. And it's not every week, but maybe it's twice a month that we're going to have this problem conversation. Or maybe it's twice every six weeks. You know, it's not a, you know, hard and fast time frame that we do this. But the expectation was when we enter this room, the first thing that we're going to start off with, and we're going to go around the table, we're going to hear from every single person managing a, a smaller department or a smaller team. We're going to go around the table. We're going to hear from them what the problem was over the last week or two weeks. The other piece for me that was important was the problem cannot be within their siloed team. Mm-hmm. It needed to be a problem that was cross-functional. We needed to start talking about, hey, your teammate is doing this or not doing this or is not delivering this or is not listening to this. So two things were important, always being a problem, and it has to be about another group within the larger team. And we did. I think we kicked it off. I remember the, the you know, I laid that out and the team had some questions, right? There was still some like, what? That first meeting we came to, we're like, is this what we're supposed to do? And you're like, well, it's close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. I, I remember the first one. And, you know, and I'm, I'm all about conflict. I think that's how you get better when conflict is done well. Uh, and we can't expect that we're going to agree on everything. It's just not, it's not realistic, right? It's, it's not life. And we, again, for me, it was a couple of things, right? You know, going just even a little bit deeper from what I was seeing, right? Those three things, mm-hmm. Deeper than that, there is an issue of trust. There's an issue of relationship and really knowing each other. And fundamentally is this question of, can we be in conflict and still be productive? Mm -hmm. And I believe we can. I believe that that's how you're productive. It's how you get better because we're not fundamentally in alignment. So I had a couple things that I was trying to do within the team by doing this approach. Mm-hmm. And uncomfortable, yes. And there were some things that the team did that I thought was, okay, that's interesting. One of the things that I thought was interesting is prior to walking into the meeting, the teams would tell each other or the, the, the managers would tell each other, right? <laughs> Give me a heads up. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 I'm going to so you know. <laughs> Yeah, just so you know, this is the problem I'm going to say in front of the larger team, right? And, and I'm also going to say that everything is fixed now. We're working on it. <laughs> Yeah. So there was definitely the the heads up kind of thing, which I think is great, right? Yep. However, the team needs to deal with airing out that. Let's deal with it, you know? So I would say that's what I did. I know I'm going a little no, bit I, around I in circles. This but. is really good to describe. So because if some other leaders like, hey, I think I want to do that with my team, it's like, how do you get it started? Right? Yeah, I think you have to sell it. Uh, honestly, I think you have to Give the reason why you think it's important. Now, I didn't go into trust and relationship and all of that. I really went into these are the the, the issues that I'm seeing. We're not openly talking. Now, here's a lever that we can use in order to start talking more openly. Yes, and I remember you talking about how everybody, you know, has relationships and we we don't want to, like, offend the other mm-hmm. person. We don't want to offend the other team and all that. I do, I remember all of that. And so I think, What's really cool is it was a little awkward in the beginning, but now we're like, we come in and we're like, oh, yeah, the problems. Let me think about my problem or whatever. Or we come in prepared for our problems, one of the two. And we've gotten better at just putting them out there. 
And now we're in a place where like, oh yeah, we're discussing problems. Okay. And I think it's pretty cool because what I've noticed is the problems have gotten smaller, Mm -hmm. right? We're not dealing with big problems. I mean, we're really having to look and search and think about what the problem is right now. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also think there's another outcome of this whole thing that I did not expect. And one of those is it creates an opportunity for us to rediscuss expectations, for us to realign on what we're working on, how we're working on it, whether or not it's even a priority. And the team comes together and says, oh, okay, I might have misunderstood that. Or I might have seen that in a different level of priority. And I was, you know, pushing all my team to focus on that. And it really has created a level of alignment that I just, I wasn't thinking of. It's been a a, a great outcome. And even on, kind of the cherry on top of building the trust, building the communication, building the relationships that's happening automatically with allowing, hey, let's talk about our problems. Yeah, I, I, I think we can all see that too. I think that is, that's the really cool thing is because we're not just in there to discuss problems, right? We're making progress. And um, I think what what's really cool is we're lining out and we're figuring out where the problems lie. You know, is it in... Is it in a people problem? Is it in a process problem? So we line out that process and we ch- kind of check that one off and we go to the next one. And sometimes it is. It's a priority problem. And we check that out and we realign on priorities and then we move on. And I think that is the coolest part about it's helping v- many different layers of our organization, right? It's helping you as the uh, the leader of the entire department. It helps the mid-level managers um, in that in a different way, and it helps those that are team members in a different way. And I think it'd be kind of cool if we have a little bit of time to even discuss that. Yeah, so I can see that. Uh, I completely see how, again, going back to there's these ancillary benefits that I I hadn't intended. I mean, looking back now, gosh, man, I was like, yeah, that was a great idea. <laughs> but this was not at all what I had had thought the outcomes would be. But I see a benefit from my vantage point from my perspective. I mean, is my door closed? Yes, certainly, right? It's closed in a different manner now. But ultimately, I see bigger picture what is going on with how the team is functioning overall. Because I get to hear in those conversations, I get to hear now openly what are the problems and how the team is working them through, Mm -hmm. right? How they're talking about it Mm -hmm. together. I think the other thing for me is I think about the mid-level managers, the the folks that are reporting to me, there is an opportunity for them to increase their collaboration, the work that they're doing across teams. I think about their focus on production and efficiency. We're driving efficiency. And, you know, when I think about problems and teams not working well together, and it sounds like there's all these problems on our team. There is not. But people would be like, that's not a problem. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's not problems. But you could, to me, it's like you can always get better. Sure. Right? You can always, you know, incrementally go from, you know what, we're operating at a 7, now we're going to go to 7.2, you know, yeah. whatever the scale is. But I do see those mid-level managers driving production efi- efficiency. I also see the output on execution and the quality of work that's going on because there's more talking, right? There's less of the going to the corners and, well, we'll just wait until they send it over here, right? There's more of the communication and collaboration going on amongst themselves. And then finally, when I think about the team members, you know, ultimately what I see is potentially, right? And I'm listening to my managers, but less frustration, Mm -hmm. less 
not being clear about things. Should I be working on this? Where is the handoff? Who is it going to? And basically our job is to remove those barriers, Mm -hmm. right? Remove those barriers. It decreases that level of frustration. And I think perhaps maybe they start to see this connection between me, the management team, everybody really caring about their work, Mm -hmm. what they're doing every day, and really just how to make it easier for them, right? We don't want employees coming to work and coming in and going, oh, great, I got to go work with that issue again. You know, we want them to be excited and ready to go and and feeling as though they're supported and valued for their work. Yes. I'm. Listen, I cannot disagree with any of that. The only thing I would add to the other benefit to the mid-level manager and to the team member is that now, you know, we're maybe stepping into your office hoping you would solve the conflict, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now we're, we are building our skill of conflict resolution and our teams are seeing that as well. And so that conflict resolution is starting to trickle down the organization. And I think that is just another excellent benefit. Yeah, we're we're building our, our muscle from that skill, right? Yeah. We're getting better at the conflict and not so fearful of it. That's what I find is, uh, you know, the underlying thing with conflict is fear, right? Am I going to lose this conflict? Am I going to win this conflict? Mm. Am I going to walk out of here licking my wounds and, you know, I'm ready to go kind of a thing. And it's, yeah. it doesn't have to be that way. You know, yeah. it can be very productive. That's a whole, that's a, that is another episode right there about that whole debate thing. Cause that's been on my mind here lately about well, debate versus dialogue. I love it. We'll have to do that one on the next one. I have one more thing to say before we, we get out of here. And that is to me, one of the most important things is my response to the problems when I hear them in that moment. So if we're sitting around the table you know, everybody's relaxed. We're going, hey, what's your problem? What's your problem? What's your problem? There are likely going to be problems that I hear that frustrate me or cause me some level of irritability. Mm-hmm. And I have to be very, very good at managing my emotions in that moment. I have to chill out. I have to relax. I cannot be reactive. And I can be reactive. Y'all know that. And I do remember one time I was listening to a problem and and it was, it was a knee-jerk reaction and I was ready to fix the problem and, and not even fix the problem. I was ready to dig into the problem and dig deep to understand what the problem was in order to fix it. But sometimes I know that my approach can be a little, can be a little aggressive. Just mm-hmm. a little. Yeah, you, you'd be go, you're like digging with the backhoe and we're yeah. like with our little shovel over here trying <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> it can be, it can be a little aggressive. And so my learning has been, I have to just listen. I have to listen. I have to hear it out. I, I cannot respond or react in that moment. And I know the team is looking at me. Everybody's kind of like, did she just hear that? Yeah. Oh, oh, is she, what's she going to do? Oh, oh, here she goes. Oh, she's, go, you know, and I, I'm, I'm trying to do better at that. So any leader who wants to implement this, you got to relax. You got to listen to your team. You got to allow them the opportunity to learn this new skill yeah. of conflict. So I got to be patient. I always go back to that. I think the, one of the most important things for leaders is being patient. Yeah, that's really cool. Because I think, you know, the problem is, the other problem would be, I love this word problem, if you do start to react, then we're going to just start bringing BS problems. Absolutely, <laughs> They're not really problems. We're making it up. Yep. You're going to just, it's going to turn into a check the box activity. Yes. You're absolutely right. It's going to be fake. It's going to be, you're going to lose all the value in it. Right? Yes. And then it just turns into a, um, an exercise versus some value add back to the team. 
All right. So I hope I have answered all of your questions. Do you have any more questions? Give us a fun conversation. I don't. I don't. I just think that was just, I really do. That prop, there is so many benefits to having a problem meeting. Yeah. Love it. it absolutely. The, the benefits are just overflowing. I know that sounds hokey and probably overly dramatic, but they really are. There's way more than I would have ever expected by trying to get our team to talk more about problems. All right. So those of you who are listening, we hope you've gotten some value out of talking about problems and potentially might consider how to deal with conflict on your team. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you have a friend, if you have another leader that has a problem, they have teams that have problems, don't forget to share this podcast out with them. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That will put us in your feed every week so you can come back again for an extra shot of leadership. Everybody's got problems, girl. Everybody's got problems. I mean, we all got them. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know, I just think in marriages, I think you could just have a problem meeting. Like once every other week, there you we go. have a problem meeting. <laughs> I'm going to tell you my problem. <laughs> we learn to solve conflict. That's exactly right.